0: Welcome to the Down the Roads podcast, uh, episode six, week six. Uh, Today's a little bit of an abbreviated episode. Uh, oh, I forgot to say the tagline. It's a long road. We're glad you're here with us. Oh, yeah. Huh? Okay. So it's going to be a little bit of an abbreviated episode. Um, we're just going to do um, recap from week 14 and pick some predictions for week 15. Um, we're not even going to be able to talk about the Monday night game. Rams and Cardinals because it's happening right now um it's my fault it's finals week for me and uh I'm <laughs> I have way too much on my table so I figured we'd do just a short episode um yeah how have you been Noah you know I've been doing good this was
1: this was a really good week for sports man uh just basketball is exciting football is exciting UFC was exciting so we have a, definitely a lot to talk about but uh it's just a great week for sports all around
0: yeah and uh Recap on the locks and upsets. Noah is now six and four. He was right about the Titans. He was wrong about the lions. Unfortunately he did not have the foresight to know that Demarius Thomas would pass away and the, and the Broncos would just absolutely kill the lions. Um, and then I was, uh, I won both. I had Seattle and, uh, Cleveland. So now I'm four and six. I'm catching up. So, uh, watch out for that. We only got a couple weeks left, so I could catch up. Um, all right, we're going to start with the Thursday night game. As a recap, the Steelers and Vikings. Uh, I watched all this game, but, of course, Noah, the Steeler fan that he is, definitely watched this game. He's got a lot of opinions. Let's hear him. Uh,
1: I'll, I'll try to make it kind of uh, just a little quicker as possible, but, I mean, because I have so many thoughts on this game. I mean, first off, I think two weeks ago, going to play the Ravens, I think most people would count us out. Uh, most people would have uh, Baltimore beating us, man, but uh, Pittsburgh, the type of team they are, They beat Baltimore number one in the AFC at the time, number one in the division. Uh, come out surprise a lot of people. Minnesota, you look at the rest of our schedule, the team that we must beat. If we're a great franchise and the great dynasty that the Steelers are, you have to start beating the teams that you should beat. Now, I'm not saying Minnesota is a bad team. They're decent, but this is the game from the rest of our schedule that we should have won. We have four great games left, but this game, man, we did not show up the first half even the first three quarters 23 nothing at halftime pittsburgh if you're listening start off the game better stop coming out and st- terrible in offense defense does not know how to stop the run it was it was it, this was a frustrating game to watch for the first half third quarter comes out it's 29 nothing now we're even a bigger uh, hole than we were the first half what did we talk about at halftime like did mike tell me to say hey Keep doing what you guys are doing. We came out looked terrible the third quarter. And then the fourth quarter hits, man. And things just, mm-hmm. things started going our way. It's like, I don't know if the Minnesota held off the gas tank or if like Pittsburgh really just played for something, man. Because it's like, we, we get going late, man. And it's hard to stop us once we get going. Once Big Ben gets in a rhythm, hurry up offense. And, and Matt Canada not calling our plays. He just looks like a better quarterback. Uh, fourth quarter, um, really the only other thoughts in this game is we came back. Pittsburgh always makes games exciting, uh, so they had to make my heart beat. And then uh, don't beat yourself up too much, uh, Pat Firemuth, because that uh, throw, he had three guys on him, and uh, it's hard for people to make that catch. As much as I would have loved to see him make it, who knows if we would have got the two-point conversion or what would have happened if we went into overtime. Uh, great fault win from Minnesota. They're looking for the seventh seed in the NFC, but uh, Pittsburgh, the, your schedule left. This was the one you needed to win. The only thing that makes this good is they were the NFC team. So, we cannot, we can, we really can't afford to lose out. So, that's just my thoughts on the game, man.
0: Uh, yeah, I got a couple of thoughts as well. Uh, for people who are listening and not watching, Noah did the funniest thing where he's wagging his finger when he's talking about Steve If you're listening, he's wagging his finger. Oh, it's, it, was, it was very funny. Um, okay, so a couple thoughts from this game. I'm actually having trouble remembering. I know the first half, Dalvin Cook ran all over that defense. And they had no like way to stop Dalvin Cook, who just nope. obliterated that defense. And then they kind of settled down, and Minnesota did the same thing they're used to. This was a classic Minnesota game and a classic Pittsburgh game in the, at the same time, because Minnesota's like, okay, we're going to come out, we're going to score a lot of points, Dalvin Cook's going to run all over the defense, and then we're just going to give up. And then for the Steelers, they were like, yeah, we're not going to start, <laughs> and we're going to make a crazy comeback at the end just like they did against uh, the Chargers. And uh, Friermuth, again, yeah, he had three guys on, and it was a great pass, but kind of hard to catch it when you got three different guys hitting you at once. Don't put the blame on him at at all. Uh, If anybody's putting the blame on Friermuth for not catching that ball. Um, But the worst part about that drive, though, Claypool catches the ball, goes down, and instead of getting up, rushing to the line so they can save, like, five seconds, he probably lost the team. A good five seconds um instead he does the you know he points first down and he's on his knee and like a, a offensive lineman comes running over and like give me the ball give me the ball and give me the ball and the chaos that ensued after this because he took his time to be like first down and he's sitting there like what what's wrong i got a first down it's like no you need to get back to the line and um the chaos that happened it ended up like the ball got like fumbled not fumbled but like it got knocked away and rolled around and that's what cost the team like a a good 5-10 seconds and it all started from Claypool doing that I don't know if you have any thoughts
1: on that yeah it's a good thing you brought up Claypool man because that wasn't the only mistake he made that game there was a player early on a couple he actually got benched for doing this earlier he he sat out for a drive or a little bit of a drive um he actually he the Viking player kind of like bumped him with his shoulder but then he literally puts his face and shoves the dude's helmet back And it cost us a first down. I think we had a first down there, or at least second and close. And then it brought us back some more, man. So uh, if I had to say anything about the Steelers, man, it's it's something that's really hurting us this year, especially on offense more than anything, is is flags. Um, We are just creating just some nonsense flags. We had a push in the back that we would have had a first down as well, but the dude pushes them. It wasn't even close to the uh, receiver. It pushes him down, brings us back. We're just making some uh, costly mistakes. I'm going to give Claypool and our O-line the benefit of the doubt because they're young. They have to learn. This is something that it, it's common sense. If you're a football player, you don't show somebody's helmet. You know what I mean. The rest are just going to call the second guy most of the time every time because they don't really see the first. But the second kind of brings a bigger reaction. um But we're young. We got a young old line. We got a young Claypool's young. We got a young team, other than Ben, of course. But. Uh, so it it just sucks to see happen, but you it's such close games and this far down the season, you, you do not want to be making mistakes like that, man. So we gotta we gotta play better as a team. I'm glad Tomlin benched him. This is the first time I've seen Mike Tomlin as a coach really get hard on a player because like Bill Coward did, man. Bill, I wish we had Bill Coward's that mentality he had. But Mike Talman is finally stepping up and showing he can be a, he can bench some people when they're not listening. That's what we need, man. If, if you're not going to like Devin Bush, you're not going to show effort. You need to be benched. If you're going to cross his plays, you need to be benched. And that's what Talman finally did.
0: Yeah. And Talman was asked about it in the, uh, the press conference. And he said something along the lines of, I'm going to butcher this quote, but he was like, asked if Claypool learned his lesson after being benched. And he was like, we'll see. Yeah. Like basically like, Yeah. It, Probably not, because he ended up doing that stupid play at the end of the game after yep. getting for doing the stupid play at the beginning of the game. yeah, so.
1: and and if you think about it, five seconds is enough time to do an out route. so we could have even potentially gotten closer to the end zone or, or had an ex, just an extra play. and so that that's a huge costly mistake on Claypool, and hopefully he learns and gets gets this one back next week.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean you can Ben literally i Ben is like going back in time i've I've hated on this man so much. I don't like him off the field, but this season, he looks a lot better than he has, in my opinion. I know he puts up a lot of yards. Like, last year, he still had over 4,000 yards, but he didn't look nearly as good as he does this year. I mean, he's still immobile as heck. Yeah. Like, he can't move, but, like, his throwing looks really good.
1: Yeah, and, and I think a big part of it was the elbow surgery. You know, he's finally getting used to his arm, but there's a couple of times I've seen him get nicked on the elbow and he'll, he'll get worried because you're like, oh man, one nick to the elbow, you know, just throw him off for the rest of the year again. So I'm just hoping, you know, he can at least finish strong. You know, we have a good chance still, but it's, good, it's very dim. But I mean, uh, you don't even want to count out the Steelers, man. It's hard to count them out.
0: Yeah, Pittsburgh's deep, or uh, Pittsburgh's uh, chance of winning that division is still there because your guys' division is not, is, is crazy. Like, I don't think – besides the Browns, the Browns were the only team to win this week,
1: right? Yeah, they beat Baltimore, yeah. Cincinnati lost, yep. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, uh, if, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add on that. Otherwise, we can get to the Sunday games.
1: Yeah, the only, the only last thing is just I don't want to take anything away from Minnesota. They have a good team as well, so props to them.
0: Yeah, just not used to Minnesota winning on a night game with Kirk Cousins.
1: So, yeah, that's I Calv- mean. It would
0: just – it was just the ultimate Minnesota game and Pittsburgh game somehow at the same time.
1: Yeah. And Dalvin Cook, man, look out. Look out for Dalvin Cook.
0: Yeah, he's back. And he, he showed everybody he's back. He, he yeah. went off the first half. Um, okay. So we can get to uh, the Sunday games. And sorry for the fast pace, everybody. This is just, again, I have finals. I'm, whew, it's crazy. And no one has got a busy day tomorrow and the next day. So we just wanted to do it tonight. Um and we're also we're gonna talk about the UFC after we get done with uh with fight card 269, and we're gonna talk about um the recaps and we're gonna talk about um some topics that we're gonna talk about in the future, just as a little preview, and then we'll end with our picks and predictions for next week. So there's still a lot of stuff happening in this episode. Um okay. So I labeled this as um the day of almost comebacks, Sunday was because there was a lot of games where a team either like performed a comeback just to fall short, like our uh, uh, Cincinnati and um, Buffalo. Those two teams remarkable comebacks only to lose in overtime. And then there's some other comebacks in there as well. So that's why I labeled it the day of almost comebacks because none of these comebacks actually worked. But, uh, okay. So the first game uh, actually this is like a little bit of a news recap or whatever. So a lot of teams dominated as well. So Seattle dominated the Texans. That was uh, my lock with Seattle. Uh, the Falcons narrowly beat the Panthers. Uh, I don't really have much to say on that game, but they they won by a touchdown. Cam Newton is now 0-11 in his last 11 starts with the Panthers. Um, the Saints dominated the the Jets, right? Yeah. Alvin Kamara was back, just like Dalvin Cook, and he had a really good game. Um, Alvin Kamara back, like I said. Chiefs dominated the the Raiders. They They spanked the Raiders yeah um and then uh the Chargers also dominated they didn't really dominate too much they won by 16 but they beat the uh the Giants yeah so all those games were like not really all that close um okay so we can get to our first real game now this was another this was a comeback that fell short by just two points got the Ravens and the Browns the Browns hold on to a 24-22 lead Lamar Jackson gets hurt Tyler Huntley comes in has over 300 yards of total offense, and almost, almost gets the comeback.
1: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Lamar Jackson went out pretty early. Um, and I don't want to say that, you know, of course, the guy that came in, uh, he, he actually had, he had a really good game against Cleveland. But uh, when, when first when I heard your upset pick for Cleveland, I was a little bit surprised. But then Cleveland is just – because I always feel like Cleveland's overrated, man. But they came out and they showed this game that they're still in this division too. They, they want to be talked about this year, the performance they had last year still. Um, looming they, they didn't want to be talked about as a one-hit wonder and they're coming out and they just showed it this game and they proved that they wanted it for the Baltimore but also Baltimore is a struggling team they really there's Lamar Jackson was already struggling and then for the the backup to come in on you know just kind of like a of course you never know when you're going to come in you always want to play like you're gonna but really wasn't expected to comes in and has a great performance so who knows what happens they might want to keep Lamar Jackson out just for maybe one more week you know see what this quarterback can do but they're definitely going to need Jackson of course if they're going to want any big chance on the division?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, you know something about Cleveland is just I I don't like the fact that everybody's like uh, hating on a uh, Baker Mayfield. I think he's a good quarterback, and and, and everybody keeps on ignoring the fact like they're like oh Baker sucks, Baker's horrible, Baker's horrible this year because he's had a bad year. But they are failing to mention that this man is like playing with like a tour like something in his arm, like. He's a quarterback. He needs to throw the ball. You can't throw the ball with a torn freaking ligament in your arm. Yeah, like yeah. The, the, it's remarkable that he's playing. So even though he's playing bad, he's not really playing like horrible or anything, but he's not playing like up to his potential. But I don't like the fact that everybody's saying that he's like this horrible quarterback. Now we can say they're overrated. Yeah. That's probably yeah. true. But I still like Baker Mayfield more than people are acting like how bad he is. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it's surprising that you say uh keep, or maybe keep him, keep in Huntley. Sorry. Yeah, um yeah. I think that's surprising, but also I think Lamar Jackson looked pretty badly hurt was yeah. his, his ankle.
1: Yeah. His, he's sprained his ankle. It's just, you want to take, for me, it's just taking precaution this late in the season. He goes back out, plays on a hurt ankle, could damage it even more. You know, uh you don't, we don't want that to happen. And, and he looked good. Huntley looked good in this game so but at the same time yeah if Lamar Jackson is fully capable bring him in of course you know I'm not saying force him out but I mean if he's not full recovered by come Friday Saturday maybe just be safe and announce you're gonna hold him out one more week because it's not it me didn't look bad you know like you said almost to comeback against Cleveland so uh, but we'll see what they're gonna do yeah I'll, I'll be fine either of course answer so
0: yeah I, I see what you're saying now just leave him out as like a precautionary thing. yeah um okay so the next game, this was uh, not a com- a comeback. The Cowboys pulled off Washington and they win, what was it, 27 to... 20? 20, yeah. That was another seven-point game. Yeah. So I don't know if you have anything to say on that game except for the fact that Washington didn't... Uh, they didn't win. They're probably not going to win the division, but they still got four more divisional games.
1: Yeah, just the fact about that is I think Dallas just proved that that's their division this year. I just think that... I don't think anyone's going to catch them now. This was the, really the game that if Washington wanted to have a chance, they needed to beat in both games, two games back and now they're 30. So it's just, it's just gonna be hard for any other team to catch them.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the next game, this one is a uh, pretty hefty in the, the football world. I already mentioned it a little bit, but uh, um, the lions and the Broncos, of course, Demarius Thomas passed away. I think it, the news broke during the Steeler game on Thursday. And uh, I thought that that sucked because he was a really good player. Uh, and I, I didn't even realize he retired. I thought he was still in the league. He was only 33, so that's not like ridiculously old or anything. Um, so he passes away, and uh, the Broncos honor him by uh, starting the game with is 10 players. They leave Cortland Sutton off, and uh, he's the ex-receiver, and that was um, Demaryius Thomas's spot. And they take the delay of game. The, the Lions uh, declined the penalty, which I thought was really nice because they could have accepted it and been assholes, but they didn't play. Yeah. goes on uh, the Broncos score touchdown on that drive. Their last drive, they go 88 yards and score touchdown. Of course, Demarius Mary's Thomas number. So uh, just all around a really good game for the Broncos. They played their hearts out. They wanted to win for Thomas. Uh, they went 38 to 10, I believe. So uh, yeah, not really much of a game for the lions. It was a domination game, but uh, obviously in honor of uh, Demarius Thomas.
1: Yeah, first off, prayers and thoughts to the family and Demarius Thomas, of course. Um, hope they're all, you know, it's it's a tragedy, sad news. He was young. He was a great player when he played. Helped him get to the Super Bowl, man. Helped Peyton Manning out a lot, you know. Uh, and I'm glad that the Broncos came out here and had a tribute for him. Lions, as you said, respectful. I'm glad Denver got the win. You know, I would not have made this my upset pick if I had known that beforehand, of course. Um, but uh, Denver came out, and I'm glad they got the win.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, just like I said earlier, like, if if you knew that, you were not yeah. going to make like I think the whole football world knew that the Broncos were going to win that game. Uh, yeah. So, and I saw a lot of people joking around that the Broncos could have played with 10 guys on offense all game and still won. Uh-huh. I thought that was kind of funny. It's probably not true, but you know, <laughs> uh, maybe it is true. I don't know. Okay. So we're going to get into more interesting games now. Um, well, one more bad game first. The Titans beat the Jaguars 20 to nothing and the only note I have written down for this game, written down, is uh, that Urban Meyer is a actual cancer for that team, and there's no way he lasts uh, into next season, right?
1: Yeah, he has brought a lot of trouble to the team and just a lot of eyeballs. You know, it's on and off the field. But uh, uh, this was just my obvious lock take. Uh, I just, you know, that's the only thing I could really think about this game. I figured this would happen, but you know, I've been being a, a division game i could have seen jacksonville getting a little bit doing like playing them a little tougher but tennessee and they just you know they wanted more they're they're up there and they're just a better team
0: well i think the jaguars have completely checked out i think meyer is just there like yeah i'm gonna get my paycheck and then at the end of the season i'm bouncing yeah. you saw what he did right uh somebody in the organization came out and said something about like um urban meyer is like yelling at coaches and saying that he's a winner and they're all losers. And they're arguing back, like, look, we've, we've won too. It's you who sucks. And, and then uh, Erwin Meyer came out after the game and was like, I'll fire whoever, whoever uh, came out and said that to the media, like he's an actual cancer to the team. And he, uh, last week he benched James Robinson. They're one of their best players. And by the way, they drafted a a running back in the first round uh, with Trevor Lawrence. And it's like, Why? You have James Robinson. He benches Robinson after a fumble. And then uh, Lawrence came to the media, Trevor Lawrence, and goes something along the lines of, like, uh, he's he's too good of a player to be benched. We've yeah. already discussed this with the coach. Like, it's not going to happen again. One, You don't get benched for one fumble. Everybody fumbles every once in a while. It happens. Yeah. And so, yeah, he's just – Urban Meyer is a horrible, horrible coach. And the Jaguars are going to go – not that he's a horrible coach, but for the Jaguars situation, he's a horrible coach and they're going to go nowhere without him or with him. Yeah. So that's, I, that's, I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. I,
1: I agree with you, man. He's brought up like well, I said, a lot of trouble off fan on the field. So I think they're going to move on from him of course, after this year, he he'll, he'll be there for the rest of the year, but they'll move on.
0: Yeah. Just for the paycheck alone. Cause they're not going to just going to fire him in the middle of the season. He's got like a, a long contract, a lot of money. So they got to figure that stuff out, you know, behind the scenes, but. Uh, Yeah, so that was kind of the last blowout game. There's a lot of blowout games, and then there's a lot of, like, really close to being comeback games. Uh, So, okay, 49ers at Bengals. Uh, 49ers are winning this game 20-6, to but the Bengals come back. They score 14 on answer. They tie it at 20. They go into overtime. They kick a field goal, and then the 49ers march right down the field, score a touchdown after the two-minute warning. It looked like it was a fun game. I didn't get to watch it
1: got to watch a little bit of the overtime game they had buffalo and uh tampa bay on tv and then that when that game got over i got to watch a little bit of it um but uh this game was pretty uh this game was actually this was a good game i remember checking at halftime because you know as a Steelers fan i'm, I'm kind of keeping an eye on that's probably the game i was wa- keeping an eye on the most this week and because niners were winning i was just i got excited at halftime. There, up. i was like they're leading okay niners they're a good team they're not gonna blow this but just like against the chargers the Bengals found a way to come back and they did it uh, impressively, and then it was just like that, you know, going into overtime, and it's and then they went down and got a, you know, quick score, and I was just hoping that the Niners could – I didn't think – once the Bengals were up by three in Cincinnati, in overtime, I said there's no way Niners win this, and, of course, I've been wrong many times, and the Niners charged down the field, and, you know, I'm just watching that, like, on my phone, like, oh, yes, let's go, let's go, and they finally – it was a great game, and Niners just finally took it away, and uh, I think that that was just probably the game of the week, if I'm being honest.
0: It was a good game. Well, yeah. I wouldn't say that the Buccaneer Bill game. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good too. That was just yeah. That was they're both good. Yeah, but even the Bear Packer game wasn't wasn't horrible to watch. Second yeah, half, the first half was awesome. Yeah, the first half, if the if the second half was like the first half, it would have been the game of the week. But uh, yeah, so I wish I could have watched that Bengal game because the way they came back and then the way yeah. the touchdown that Ayuk scored in the in overtime was a really good touchdown. Oh, So yeah. it was only like 12 yards, but he, he, he made the best of it, so. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I, I remember them reviewing it, and I was just like, there's, there's no way this gets called out of bounds because that is the feet. I was like, he's in the bounds. Please don't mess up. And then once they said it, it, was like a relief.
0: Well, my thing was, if I can get off traf- or off topic a little bit, I have uh, T. Higgins in fantasy, mm-hmm. and I'm going to end up losing tonight unless the, the uh, Cardinals have a horrible game on defense because I'm only winning by two points. But uh, um, I have T. Higgins, and so I was like, hopefully Frisco just ties it so then T. Higgins can go get another, like, five points for me or score a (laughs) touchdown or something. I was hoping, but it didn't happen. So, uh, okay, next game. Uh, Bills and Buccaneers. This is the game that I got to watch the most of. I I actually took a nap after work yesterday because I was so ridiculously tired, and I woke up and watched the rest of this game. Uh, The Buccaneers win 33-27 uh the bills there, <sighs> josh allen is legit like that man put the team on his back and led a furious comeback and he was hurt he hurt yeah, his yeah. leg and he led a furious comeback and then just fell short and it's because of a blown coverage on defense they get mm-hmm. the ball to start overtime they're they're uh they go three and out and then uh tom brady everybody's going to give credit to tom brady but he just had a wide-open receiver, blown coverage. He walks into the end zone. It's like a 60-yard touchdown. And, uh, of course, I'm playing Tom Brady in fantasy, so that's what killed me because he got an extra 10 points. I'm, I'm done with fantasy, Noah. <laughs> Sounds
1: well, like you better be.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to make the playoffs now after this week because I'm going to lose, But so it's annoying. But uh, because of Tom Brady, I hate Tom Brady because of that 10 points, because of overtime. But, uh, yeah, so they lose it because of the defense. But uh, they just let an absolutely a ferocious comeback.
1: Yeah. Josh, Josh Allen reminds me a lot about little Big Ben, man. I just The way he plays, being injured, how big he is when he was coming into the league. I know he was a quarterback. Says a lot of people here, reminds me of Big Ben. And I think it, he's starting to play a little bit like a man. He just, like, he's a little bit more probably mobile. I think it was pretty mobile back in the day, too, man. But he reminds me a lot of Ben. Just a big bag, great arm. And like you said, playing through an injury, leading that team back. But I got to give credit to Tampa Bay as well. You know, they, they were leading the whole game too. Buffalo's not no slouch of a team. They've been struggling as of late, but Tampa Bay held them down. I think they got a little bit more relaxed in the second half, which allowed Buffalo to come back. But all credit to, to Josh Allen, as you said, um, this was a, they made it a great game and uh, both teams are, they're pretty, they're, they're, they both are at where they deserve to be in the, in the, in the standings. Buffalo's just been playing sloppy lately. They're, they don't, they look like, they're, they're good, but they look like they don't know how to play late and, and win a game. They, they've blown a lot of games lately, and I'm just looking for that game for Buffalo to turn around. I thought maybe this would be it when they came back, but Tampa Bay is just too resilient of a team to let them actually come back and win.
0: Yeah, the, the, the game where they just dominate hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Just like the Chiefs were struggling earlier in the season, they've had their games to dominate. Uh, yeah. The Bills have not. I don't even know if the Bills are going to make the playoffs at this point.
1: Yeah, what are they? The seven seed right now, I believe.
0: They're the seven seed, um, uh, and i think they're tied with the Browns.
1: Yeah, the Browns and Colts, I believe, seven and six.
0: Yep. So it's 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 ridiculously tight. But uh, the Dolphins are are only one game back. Six and seven, man, that'd be a crazy
1: pick. But they got also got their schedule. They got a pretty easy schedule coming up. They got winnable games. They could be there, man.
0: I, I'm here's hoping. Okay, so the last game we can recap because, like I said, we can't recap the uh, the Cardinals game yet because uh, it's still happening. It's a 10-10 currently. Hopefully hope, – I'm hoping the Rams put up, like, another 30 points. But, uh, okay, so we can talk about the, uh, the Bears-Packer game. <laughs> so, basically, I remember Noah texted me after the Bears were up 10-0 maybe, and he goes, Bears are lo- – or actually, no. I'll just read the text. No, talk for a moment.
1: Yeah, I definitely I remember seeing the text, bro. Because the first half, man, Bears look like they look like a different team. They look like they wanted it more, man. Uh, Justin Fields looked great. This was the first—I would say—the first game I saw him play the Steelers. This is the, really the second game I really got to watch Justin Fields play, and he definitely looked great, man. So he's gonna be—he's gonna be a problem coming in with the years, especially for uh, Packers if they lose Rodgers. They could be the new uh, runners of that division.
0: <laughs> I hope so. That'd be amazing. Okay, so I'm going to read the text in between Noah and I. Um, Okay, Chicago – this is Noah. Chicago is coming out, starting the game with more energy than Green Bay, like they wanted more. I said, eh, Green Bay will win by 14. (laughs) Green Bay won by 15. I was so close. Um, Okay, so then Noah says, Chicago wants to beat these guys so bad, especially after what Roger said in the first game that he owns them. Look out, man. I think Chicago plays like this the whole game. They win, but I know what you're saying. Fields is looking good, and I said, uh so then I talked about, like, how Robert Quinn did the freaking, uh the champion belt, and I was like, he did this the, the first game, my computer's bugging, hold on, like, I, <laughs> what the freak, okay, so I did not like Robert Quinn doing the belt thing, the belt celebration, and yeah, he did it the yeah. first game, and that's what led to uh, Rogers saying, oh, I own you, i have always owned you sorry i'm like watching myself it's like way delayed Woo.
1: yeah you're like lagging out
0: do i look pretty bad
1: i uh, know you're good but it was
0: okay i don't know i do i look really bad on my own end
1: oh uh, you look fine on mine now
0: okay my wi-fi is like going ballistic i don't know okay so we don't have to talk about this game too much because i did make a video on it but uh Robert Quinn did the stupid thing. He did it the first game. He did the championship belt, And then, of course, Roger said, I own you. And uh, the Bears, for the Bears, it's a coaching problem, right? Because they go into the first half winning 27-21. Matt LaFleur and his team, the Packers, they make adjustments. The Bears made no adjustments. The Packers come out, they dominate the, the third quarter, and the Bears don't. Because they had they didn't have a first down in the whole third quarter and then they go into the fourth quarter, they kick a field goal, they get the onside kick. Um, Maybe one day we can talk about, like, the rules on the onside kick because I think you should be able to return an onside kick. Yeah. (laughs) That would have been crazy if the Bears got the onside kick and then returned it for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have got a second one. No way. But imagine if they got a second onside kick after returning it. They're only down by eight. That would have been insane. It would have been, like, very Steeler-esque. Uh, yeah, so one thing I did want to bring up, though, that I forgot to bring up in the video, I was so tired last night. Um, Justin Fields, is that man ever going to get a roughing the passer call? Because he so many times this season, this man is taking shot after shot, and he's not getting any roughing the passer call. We see guys like Kyler Murray get touched in the chest with the hand, and it's a penalty. But Justin yeah. Fields is, is getting slaughtered and no penalties. There's one play in particular, I can't remember when exactly it happened, but it was like third down, Justin throws the ball, a good solid two, three seconds passes, he gets hit, and any other quarterback, this is a penalty, but they don't call it on Justin for whatever reason, and he's wincing on the ground. It's like, this man is barely a year older than me, and you Noah. he's 22 years old, and like he's young, he's obviously way bigger and stronger than us, but like he's young, he should not be getting hit this much without any repercussions at all. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I, I believe in the aspect you got to let him play football. But like you said, when they're calling it on other quarterbacks and they're not calling it on them, it's like, is there bias? Um, you, you gotta call if you're gonna call it on one, you gotta call it on the rest, you gotta call it on everybody. It's the same play, oh, same flag,
0: a hundred percent. Because again, like there are plays where Kyler Murray, this is. Just off the top of my head, because I know it did happen, but like I saw one play: Kyle Murray gets touched in the chest, mm-hmm. gets shoved a little bit, but it's not like he got tackled or anything, and it's a penalty—a yeah. 15-yard penalty. It's like that makes zero sense. I
1: right? see it a lot with Tom Brady as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you can't touch Tom Brady. I mean, yeah. he is the poster boy of the NFL, so it makes yeah. sense. But like, but like, still, like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, okay, <clears throat> I don't know if there's anything you want to add to the Bears game.
1: No man, just the the tale of two halves, man. For the Bears, I wish they would have came out playing the second half. But you know, Packers are just they're just a more complete team right now.
0: Yeah, it would have been amazing if they came out in the second half. Like obviously, Packers, but I didn't think the Bears really had any shot of winning. But they definitely played way better in the first half than I anticipated. Mm -hmm. So that that's that's at least a good thing. If if they have a better coaching staff, they keep a uh, now his name is going to blank me. Their offensive coordinator. God, I always know his name. Now I can't think of it. Um, but uh, he, he called a good game to start the game. And, oh, yeah, and Jakeem Grant had a 97-yard t- uh, punt return. It's the first punt return for a touchdown all season by any team.
1: Yeah, it's I crazy. told you that, too, over text. I said, I like the Bears' special team, and I know you told me. I've only seen them play a couple games. But the two games I did, they had, like, big returns on Steelers and Packers. So, I mean, like, you know more about their special teams than I do, but it looks like they got some good returners from, my, from the games I've seen.
0: Well, yeah, you know, just recency bias, I guess. Because, I mean, every time I watch the Bears, they don't have a very good uh, return. So I, I made the joke to Noah that maybe it's just like a night game thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, I usually it's like we get to the 20, the tw- we they get to, like, the 20, the 25. But, yeah. like, yeah. Herbert, I think more than anything, the Packers had a really bad special teams uh, performance mm-hmm. because Matt LaFleur was asked about it. And he was asked if he's maybe going to make a change to special teams. And he said, no, 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 I'm not going to make a change to special teams. We just need to be better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that, that's all I really have to say about that. Um, it was a fun game for the first half anyway. All right. So Noah, I believe, wants to talk a little bit about the UFC fight card. I know for me, I live in an apartment, and I, was, I, I skated that night. I wanted to get a workout in. I get back uh, get back home and I hear my neighbor is listening to the fight card and I'm like, oh shit! I should knock on his door and see if we, see if I can watch. But we've never actually met, so I think that'd be a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch the fight card, but I know some crazy shit happened. So let's hear.
1: It. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna mainly talk about the two title fights. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say some. I'm just gonna mention a few other fights that happened. Just talk briefly, and then I'll talk about the two title fights in depth. But uh, I just want to shout out Dominic Cruz. A former champion, he, he's proven that he still got it in his division. Big win for him. I'm gonna shout out Sugar Shadow O'Malley. I'm not the biggest fan on him, but he comes out, he looks very good. Finally fights a uh, uh, was ranked opponent, on Paiva. He knocks him out in the first round. Looks really good. I'm gonna shout out uh, Kai Kara France fighting Cody Garbrandt, coming down to flyweight. I don't think Kara France gets the next title shot at 25. My boy Scar Scarov deserves it, but uh, Kai Kara France definitely looks good and is someone to watch out for. And then the two title fights, negative 1,000 favorite was Amanda Nunez over Juliana Pena. I think it was a plus 625, which is like very unheard of in UFC. It's usually like plus 400 or closer because it's just a fight, man. And when you're having a number one challenger, fighting a champion, as dominant of a champion as Amanda Nunez is for Juliana Pena, uh, Pena sorry, to come out and look so bad in the first round but transition into a beautiful second round, beating the champ the way she did. Outclashing her in boxing, which is what Nunes' special is, takes her down, submits her. Doesn't even have the lock, uh, the choke fully in. Nunes said it after the fight, she just feels like that she checked out of the fight. But Julieta uh, Pena and Amanda Nunes are going to run it back. I just want to throw that out there because that is one of the craziest UFC upsets I've ever seen in my life. Watching that fight live, me and my family were going crazy, man, just seeing Pena come out on top. And then Charles Oliveira fighting Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier, a very well-known name, of course. Um, Everybody thought he was going to be the king, but I think that he he definitely, I knew he's going to lose this fight because he was offered to fight Charles uh, Oliveira back in, I believe it was May, when he fought Michael Chandler, but Justin Poirier decided to fight Conor McGregor a second time. He went for the money fight instead of the title fight, so it's not like his head was in for the title. He wants money, and Oliveira just proved that he's in it to be a champion, and he went out there and he choked him out. Poyer looked good, had him hurt. Every fight, Charles gets hurt, but he looked just resilient, man, so that's all I got. For UFC, I really want to talk about this card because this was probably the best pay-per-view card of the year and one of the biggest upsets we've ever seen in UFC history.
0: Yeah, I, I was gonna say a couple things on that. My buddy Kayvon, who uh, at some point is gonna be on the podcast with us, he's uh, uh, deployed in uh, the Middle East right now. But uh, he texted me and he said, "Should have covered the the card on the podcast last night. Biggest upset in the, in, in history." And then he said, uh, "And uh, Oliveira." Uh, did what all the unbiased knew he would is he right
1: yeah i would say uh, a lot of people like to ride Poirier uh because you know he's one probably the biggest name because he beat conor mcgregor when you beat conor mcgregor in the uc it's a big deal but mcgregor is not the same fighter he was four or five years ago when he was when he money got to his head um he's still a good fighter probably a top 10 of course but he is conor mcgregor is where he needs to be under all these top five guys under islam under Benel dariush under uh, under Charles, under Dustin, under Gaethje, because he just doesn't, doesn't feel like he wants, he doesn't have the, the same fire, the hungriness as he's coming up. Oliveira is the best submission with Damian Maya in UFC history, and he just went out there and showed it. He, he just has so much better ground game than a lot of these people. I want to see him fight Benel or Islam um, because they have great, good ground games, but uh, I think he's going to fight Gaethje next is what they're saying, and um, I think he does the same thing to Gaethje. Gaethje's a better wrestler than Poirier, but Charles Oliveira, man. He's going to, he's going to submit him I think. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah. I just want to shout out Kayvon on this one too. He, he also texted uh, me the Amanda Nunes fight finna start uh, finna start tune in. Is she finna finally get a good fight? I'm reading exactly how he texts. So, and then he said, Juliana cold. I'm going to uh, go to her gym when I get back. And then he said, I told you she's fucking cold. She won. So yeah.
1: I Wouldn't say this is her first challenge. Amanda Nunes fought Valentina Shevchenko twice, and those are both pretty decent fights. Um, she, she just kind of just sat on Valentina, in one of the fights, another fight was very close, but this is uh definitely the first one that's really been able to beat uh Amanda Nunes, Juliana Pena. But I was watching that fight and I was just thinking, Man, Valentina Shevchenko is probably looking at this like, Man, that's the blueprint to beat her to beat the champion. You got to go out there and just give it your all. There, there is no like there's not no, no secret when it comes to someone that's so great just go out there and give it to them man uh, and that's what juliana Pena said she was going to do she did it
0: from very much an outsider's perspective when i've because i don't watch ufc as much as noah does his his whole family is like they they get together they watch the fight cards uh pretty much every saturday whenever they're on um yeah. they 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 love watching it over there um i go over there every once in a while i'll go over and watch like the big 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 fights but uh um, so from an outsider's perspective, though, whenever I pay attention to the UFC, it's like there's this big female fighter, uh, and then she rises to the top, and that's like nobody's ever going to top her, and then she loses. Yeah it, yeah. it seems like it's it's kind of a pattern. Am I am I wrong, or does that make kind of sense?
1: Yeah, it makes sense. It happened with Joanna Jederczak. It happened with uh, Ronda Rousey to Holly Holm. It happened with uh, Amanda Nunes. Now, but I mean, Valentina Shevchenko is really the one that's been at the top for a while now and nobody's been able to beat her. Um, and then Rose has recently became one of the best as well. So we'll see. I'm sure eventually everybody has their time, but uh, we'll see. I think Valentina is going to hold the belt till she retires for 125.
0: Okay. Um, okay, I think this leads directly into our next topic, which is just going to be brief. Topics that we will cover down the road, and one of them is UFC. We will cover UFC way more down the road. Eventually, we are going to talk about it Uh, more weekly. It's going to be like a weekly thing on the podcast where we talk about, uh, okay, here's the fight card coming up, and then the next show we talk about a little bit about what happened in the fight card. That's something we want to do here on Down the Roads, so uh, that's something we're going to eventually do. Um, We're going to cover hockey culture at some point. I know Noah's bringing on a friend to talk about uh, basketball soon enough. Uh, What else we got coming down the road, Noah?
1: I think I think other than like of course the big sports you said I think down the road we can be talking about more like debates like that we want the Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers debate and get some people's opinions on that I think the NHL NBA playoff pictures are going to be fun to do down the road of course as you said USC you already said and other than that man maybe just more debates I know you know a little bit more than hockey on me and I know a little bit more about basketball so we can maybe help each other to learn more about those in depth and then and then there's off season football talks of course but we can always debate like best positions you know or best defense of all time or offense it's different debates would so be fun to do as well
0: yeah that'd be a lot of fun um something else that i really want to do we don't really have much of a following yet i don't really know how many people are going to watch this part into the podcast you know this is right now it's just kind of a love project for me and noah we love doing this um, yeah. but we do eventually want to get a following um, i would love to integrate like questions have an audience get questions yeah answer questions you know the audience could ask like what do you think is the greatest offense of all time and that could spark our conversation to that and then have a debate on it as well so it kind of like integrates well so that's something i really want to do down the road Down the road,
1: i'd also like to do like top 10 lists as well like maybe we can do one together or come up separately just like top 10 frame or just top 10 rivalries like you know something like that and just be each give our opinion on or top five it doesn't have to be top 10 but you know just each give five or something that'd be cool
0: but yeah, I love top tens. That's actually something I wanted to do a podcast similar to this at the same time as our football one, but mm-hmm. as a uh, video game one, and game. just do like top tens and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I know you're not into video games as much as I am, so that's why yeah. me and Noah are not doing a video game podcast together. But uh, yeah, so I definitely I love doing top tens, um, and I know me and you both have done top tens in the past, like top ten NFL rivalries. We both mm-hmm. had a video on separate channels about the same topic. So, uh, we could definitely like pull up the past and be like, This is what I said in 2016, but here's what I think now, and yada yada yada. So, yeah, so that's those are some topics that we have coming down the road. We definitely have enough, excuse me, we definitely have enough stuff to talk about all year. This is not just a football season podcast. We plan to do this. God, oh, the this is the this is about the time in the podcast where TJ starts to burp a lot. Um, What's that?
1: coffee's getting to you
0: the coffee got to me the coffee's good the coffee got to me um but yeah we have a lot of stuff to and we plan to do this podcast throughout the whole entire year and maybe at some point we can even be doing two podcasts in the same week oh we might get to that point that'd be a lot of fun uh, okay so we're gonna get into our picks and predictions i know we're only about 40 minutes in we try to be a little bit more i know last week is a little bit short as well also my fault but uh we don't have any big topics to talk about today. So we're just going to get to our picks and predictions. Um, have our locks and upsets as well. We got the Chiefs and Chargers on the Thursday night game. Um, Noah, what do you think on that game? Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a
1: lot closer than the Chiefs Raiders. Chargers are just, uh, I think, the second best team in the division. So they're going. this is going to be the test. Either the Chiefs are going to run away with this division, or Chargers are going to show them that, you know, we have a chance to be right behind them. So... But I do think Chiefs are going to win this game. I think that they caught fire at the right time. I knew the Chiefs would uh, catch on at some point and better late than never. uh, They finally got it going together. Their defense and offense are probably coming off their best put together game each. But I guess it was against the Raiders who can fumble late. But uh, Chiefs still don't want to take away from their performance, man. Chiefs have been looking good. Chargers have a great offense, but I don't think their defense is going to keep up with the Chiefs' offense. So I'm going to go Chiefs here.
0: I I agree. I think the Chiefs are going to win. The Chargers are just the team that they they've had a, a, a kind of an up and down season and I think this is going to be a down for them. I think you, you said it perfectly. The chargers are, uh, excuse me, the chiefs are kind of hitting their stride at the right time. And I think they're maybe if they don't win out, they're at least going to win like three of their last four and yeah, uh, yeah. walk into the playoffs, looking, looking pretty good. They still have a shot for the number one seed. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, they have something to play for still. So, all right, next game. Raiders at Browns. Um, I have the Browns winning this game. I just think the Chargers are, (laughs) I just think the Raiders are at the point of the season where they're kind of on their their down, 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 down projection. Um, And I think the Browns are going to have another game where they show that they still are competing for the wild card spot.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Browns here too. Raiders came off an atrocious game last week against the Chiefs. I think it's going to kind of boil into this week as well. Browns are going to ride high their victory over Baltimore and uh, being right there in the division lead, man, uh, Baltimore's got a tough game this week as well. So I think Cleveland's just going to come out and and just want it more. They're going to, I think they're going to beat up uh, Las Vegas. I think it'll be, it'll be a little closer, but I think they're going to beat them no matter what.
0: Okay. I'm going to go first on this one. Just, just for, you know, for reasons Uh, Patriots at Colts. Uh, I have the Colts as my upset. Um, I I don't know why you know the Colts could this could be a game where the the Patriots easily dominate but I want to take a risk uh, here to take a risk Uh, so I think the Colts are going to win this game the Patriots coming off a bye week so obviously they're well rested they're going into a dome in uh, Indianapolis but uh, I think the Colts are going to have some sort of home field advantage and uh, maybe the Patriots have like a uh in opposite effect that most teams do they like play amazing in the cold and they're like what the, what are we doing a dome right so, uh, I'm, I'm hoping for something like that i'm hoping for a jonathan taylor game against a defense that could easily shut down D- jonathan taylor so yeah. uh, even though it doesn't make a whole lot of sense i'm going with colts as my upset
1: yeah i, I mean I, I like that you brought up the point about in a dome man because that can, really could have an effect on people that are, are practicing in the cold uh, hopefully they're taking right preparations for a dome this week though. Um, but I mean, I think I believe they're both coming off a of bye week last week. They both had a bye week last week. So uh, they're both going to be rested. As you said, um, this is going to be the game of the week, in my opinion. This game, when you look at the schedule, man, it's just like I know you're thinking I say New England every week. There will probably be a blowout somehow. But yeah, these are no one just my upset. No one
0: just <laughs> I jinxed I my upset. Yeah, I, I picked the Colts as an upset. So Noah goes, oh, it's this going to be the game of the week. Patriots <laughs> are freaking kill the Colts now. Thank you, Noah.
1: I'm going to go with New England, though, winning this game, man. These are the two hottest teams right now, and I just think that New England uh, w- wants to keep ahead of them on the one seed, so I think they're going to beat them. But I think this is going to be a really good game. Um, this is probably the game I'm, really, I'm just really excited for this game. I'm glad it's Saturday night.
0: Yeah, I, I forgot to mention, yeah, those, this is uh, the second Saturday game. I love Saturday night football. Yeah. Uh, so, and also the Raiders and Browns is also on Saturday. So the first Sunday game that we got is uh, Titans at Steelers. Give the
1: four All right. I know everyone's thinking, okay, we lost to Minnesota. So everyone's going to be bet on Tennessee, but this is going to be another game, man, where we're going to turn it around. We're going to beat Tennessee. Uh, I'm not using this as my upset pick uh, just yet because Steelers are just that team that you never know. No matter what, this will be a good game. Pittsburgh's not going to get blown out, and Pittsburgh won't blow them out. So this is going to be a good game. I look forward to it. I'm hoping TJ Watt comes back. We're going to need him. Uh, we have to stop the run. They don't got Derrick Henry this week. So we need to stop them. Um, they still got a great backup, of course. Um, but Pittsburgh, man, you just come out and you play, you get started going early, and then we're going to win this game. If they would come out, we play lackadaisical like we always do in the first half, then we're going to have a long game ahead of us. So hopefully we can come out and start the game good.
0: Yeah, it's the same, it's the same principle as, as every other Pittsburgh game. They lose to teams they should beat. They beat teams that they should not. And uh, the Titans, I don't know. if I think the Steelers should beat the Titans, to be honest, because, you know, the Titans are struggling with injuries like they have all season, and uh, they don't have Derrick Henry, like you said. Um, the Steelers, this is a game that the Steelers should win, and so that's why I'm going the opposite of you and picking the Titans. Yeah. The Titans don't even have much of an offense. Somehow they just end up winning because the Steelers just don't seem to show up against teams they should beat. Yeah. Or they don't show up until the fourth quarter. <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll be down 21 nothing. It'll be like 23-21 or something crazy in the end. Yeah, know.
0: exactly. All right, so the next game, Panthers at Bills. And uh, I, I took the Bills. I think they showed a lot of fight in uh, their last game. Josh Allen right now is currently in a boot, like in a, one of those little leg boots. So mm-hmm. I'm sure – no way he doesn't play, though. Yeah. No way he doesn't play. He'll get an x-ray. They'll tell him, like, oh, you got a fracture here, and he'll be like, okay, I'm playing. He, <laughs> I think he's going to play no matter what. Like, you're playing the Panthers as a team you should beat. He's going to go out there to make sure they do beat the Panthers.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, man. I Even if Josh Allen was out this game, don't think he will be. I still take bills over this game. Uh, they still have a pretty good team all around. You know, they're, uh, they're not playing well as late. This is the game. This is the game. You're looking at your schedule. We need to turn this around right here, right now. Four games out from the playoffs. You want to get high. You want to be on fire going into it. This is the game you need to win. I'm going uh, to
0: go Buffalo as my lock.
1: I'm taking Buffalo as my lock pick as well. I just think they're going to come out. This is the
0: bounce back game. Noah, Buffalo, lock. Okay, next game, Washington at Eagles. What you think? Washington at Eagles, man. Uh, man,
1: this is, this is a tougher one because it's in Philadelphia. I'm going to go with Washington. They look decent against Dallas. Um, they didn't show that they wanted it more. But I still got them being a low wild card team in the NFC. So I think they're going to hang on to it. I think they're going to beat. Philadelphia, but I know Viking fans out there, man, really want to really want Eagles to upset Washington because they want to get a hold of that seventh seed. But I got I got Washington hanging on.
0: Well, the funny thing about that is the Eagles could also get the seventh spot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's it's so funny. Um, I, I actually picked the Eagles to win this game. Uh, I believe they also had a bye week last week. And uh, Gardner Minshew, I don't know if he's going to be starting, but uh, he, if he does, he played a really good game. A really like game manager type of game last week or uh, two weeks ago. He had a really good game against uh, Who was it? Oh, two weeks ago for Eagles. Yeah. Oh,
1: I I have, have to go back and check it for two weeks.
0: Was it the Jets? It could have been. Yeah, it was the Jets.
1: It was the Jets. Yeah. So I. I, know I, thing,
0: yeah. I think Jalen Hurts or Gardner Minshew. They win this game. Um, I think the uh, the Washington football team is going to take a step back um and and the eagles as long as they keep on running the ball i think they're gonna win this game yeah be close that's who i got let's get back to where week 15 is i scrolled super far down my internet is just like freaked right now (laughs) uh it's 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 not happy well am i am i still like really like
1: uh like no you're good you're good now
0: i'm still lagging on my part i hope it doesn't look too bad on youtube when i it, it will for
1: that one part, dude. Because when I can, I can tell when you're lagging enough. So earlier it was, but you're good now.
0: Okay, okay, all right. So the next game is uh, Texans at Jaguars. Um, I did I go first last time, or did you?
1: I went first last game.
0: Okay, so I, I think the <laughs> this game is so hard to pick because it's two really shitty teams. But even though we we both put the Texans as our worst team, I think they're gonna win this game. Like, the Jaguars have completely checked out. Yeah. I think I think the Texans are going to win this game. I don't really know, like, if it's going to be close or if it's going to be, like, high scoring or if the Jaguars somehow pull it out. But I, I honestly think the Jaguars are just done caring.
1: Yeah. I actually got Jaguars winning this game. Uh, I just think that uh, they played at Tennessee last week. They just – Tennessee just steamrolled them. But I think that this week it's going to be. I think it'll
0: be – I don't know what to expect this game
1: whether it be low-scoring, high-scoring, because, you know, when you have two teams that are already eliminated, they're, they're both want to win, but at the same time, they both want to be the best draft pick, one of the best draft picks. So uh, whoever wins this game will probably be ahead of the other team in the draft picks. So it's probably going to be like a 10, who knows, man, 10 90 games. But I got Jacksonville winning.
0: It's going to be a tie.
1: I t- oh. I was wondering <laughs> what you are doing. I was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, a tie. It's,
0: yeah. it's, a, it's a very poorly looking team. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I could see it being a tie. That'd be funny.
0: That'd be amazing. Lions, they're...
1: Texans, and Jaguars all have tied record and they for the one draft spot.
0: Well, yeah, and they're, they're, they're all going to be competing for the number two because I don't think they'll catch the Lions. Yeah. So, uh, all right, speaking of the Lions, the next game is Cardinals at Lions. What do you think?
1: Uh, this game is going to be, I think, another blowout for the Lions. I think they're going to get blown up by Cardinals really not much to talk about here. Cardinals are one of the best teams in the league. Lions are the worst. So,
0: Yeah, 100%. There's not much to say on this game. I actually have the Cardinals as my lock.
1: Yeah, that's a good lock.
0: Yeah. All right, next game, Cowboys at Giants. Uh, I think this game is going to be a lot closer than than people think, just because the Cowboys kind of play down to their competition. Um, But I do think the Cowboys are going to win this game. I think they're the better team. And uh, like you said earlier, They've shown that they this is their division to win this year. So I think they're going to win.
1: Yeah, I think Calvin's going to take another step ahead against the Giants, as you said, too. I think he hit everything on. This, like you said, this is their division. And I think that uh, they're just the better team.
0: All right, my uh, second, or no, my favorite team the next game, Jets and Dolphins. Who you got?
1: Jets and Dolphins, man. <laughs> I honestly think this will be a close game. And you look at the Dolphins' schedule as of late. They haven't. They've had, I have to look at their schedule, man, but they've had some really easy games. This is another winnable game. They're riding a big win streak. So I think Dolphins keep winning. Um, but uh, yeah, I think this will be a good game, close game.
0: I think Tua is gonna have a really good game. Another game where he doesn't make any mistakes. He puts up two 40 plus yards, and uh, he has a couple touchdowns. I think the defense is gonna is gonna shut down the Jets. I think it's gonna be like a 20 to 20 to, like, 10 win for the Dolphins. Like, it's not going to be, like, crazy high scoring because neither one of these teams can put up a lot of points. Yeah. But I think the Dolphins are going to win by, like, one to two scores. And it's going to
1: – go ahead. I was going to say, and the Dolphins have a very underrated defense as well. They've started to play some good ball and defense, especially started with the Ravens.
0: Yeah, they they've they finally have been playing up to their potential like they were last year. Yeah, and So that's why I, I've been riding the train of – they're going to find a way to make that seven uh, spot. They can still have four games. They went out. I think uh, even if they win three out of four, I think they have a really good shot. It yeah, might yeah. play, do they play New England?
1: I think they play New, I was looking at the schedule. They have like three easy games and one hard. So I think their are New England.
0: Yeah, I, th- I don't think they'll beat New England unless it's in my, Now they already had the game in Miami.
1: Yeah, they beat them already.
0: Yeah, but but that was the thing that was Mac Jones' first game. Yeah. And, and if if uh, I think Nick Fulton missed a field goal, otherwise they win that game. Or no, it was a fumble. It was they, fumble. They, the Patriots fumble.
1: Yeah. And Dolphins always seem to catch them. One of the two games every year too. It's like Dolphins just like come out and play him tough one game and get it.
0: Yeah. I think uh, in uh, Tom Brady's tenure, I think he had more losses to the Dolphins than the Jets or Bills. Yeah. So that might be wrong. It's definitely not the Bills, but he's, he's, he just like how Aaron Rodgers owns the bears. Brady owned the Bills. <laughs> But, yeah, okay, enough talking about that game. I think we both think Dolphins win. Uh, Next game, Bengals at Broncos. I think you went first last time, so I'll go first. Uh, Bengals at Broncos. I think the Bengals are going to win this game. I think the Broncos are going to go back down to reality, the Bengals. uh, Last week, two weeks ago, uh, Joe Burrow had his pinky was all messed up. Last week, they almost get the comeback. I think this week they're going to play a little bit better, a little bit more of a complete game and not just have to – rely on making a comeback at the end of the game. And I think they're playing not a very good team in the Broncos. And I think they'll win this game. Yeah.
1: I, don't get me wrong. I think Cincinnati's going to win this game, but I like being risky. I'm going to go with Denver as my upset pick because this is a game that they can ride high. Demaryius Thomas, you know, they came out and played last week. And I think that they're going to get another one for him. Man, I think they're going to come out, and this is going to be a tougher game. Than I think most people might think, but uh, being in Denver again, that's big for them. And I think they're going to just catch Cincinnati while they're down. I think they're going to ride another high victory because they're they're right behind Cincinnati too for that seven seed. Uh, I know they're both out of it as right now, but they're they're looking at that seven seed as well.
0: Yeah, I was going to mention that, like either one of them could make that that seven spot and overtake yep. the Bills at any moment. So. Uh that's definitely something to pay attention to because both of those teams are in inco- I think they're both seven and six. Yeah. I think I think yeah. So um yeah. All right. Next game, Falcons at 49ers. There's a lot of games this week. Falcons at 49ers. What you got?
1: Uh
0: this this one I think 49ers gonna
1: beat them. You know, they beat a better team in Cincinnati last week. Uh I think they're gonna ride high. They're the sixth seed right now in the NSC. And I think they're gonna kind of keep building. I I see Niners in the playoffs. Uh, I don't see any, uh, anybody below them catching them. And I think that this is the game they have to really prove their, make their mark and keep winning. They stay above the teams below them. They beat Minnesota. They got the job done. And, um, I remember I was also going to talk to you about that game. I remember not too long ago when I said the winner of the Niners Vikings game will be the team that gets a seven, six or I think it's seventh seven seed win, or a low playoff seed. And I just think that the Niners beat Vikings. So I, I, I don't think, and I think that Washington's going to hang on to the seventh man. So I got, uh, Minnesota missing it. And I got Niners winning this game. I know I got off track a little bit, but I just remember we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. So I got Niners keep on winning to get the playoffs.
0: I, I agree with your assessment. And what's funny about this is, is that the Falcons still have a chance to make the playoffs too, but uh, no way the Falcons make the playoffs. I do think the 49ers win this game and I don't think they give a, a comeback to the Falcons at the end of the game. I yeah. think they'll, they'll win pretty soundly by, by two scores. And uh, they'll pull the win, and I think they'll—I think they'll cement their spot in the playoffs this week. They won't be able to like Lock actually in. put a spot, but I think they'll like cement their spot. Oh, like, okay. we're not going anywhere. Um, okay, Seattle at uh, LA, the LA Rams. Um, okay, how about we flip it up really quick so I can take the Bears first. You take this game first.
1: Seattle at Rams, man, Seattle's been catching the, you know, a couple Russell Wilson's been looking better, but I think that Rams being the fifth seed, you know, the Niners have beat them already. They play Niners again, I believe, and they, they need this game to win to really uh, kind of stay ahead and keep the fifth seed locked up. So I got Rams winning this game. Um, who knows what's going to happen today? This is kind of hard when you're talking about Rams Cardinals. You never know what's injuries or what's going to happen. So maybe I'll have to go back if something major happens in tonight's game. Finger crossed, everything goes good. I think that uh, Rams end up winning this game, but you know I could see Seattle winning too.
0: So update on the Rams game right now, because obviously neither one of me and Noah are watching the game right now because we're recording this podcast. Uh, second half just started. The Rams are winning twenty to thirteen, and uh, the Cardinals have two points on fantasy right now. <laughs> I am winning by 0. .5 points. I need the Rams to just keep on scoring keep on scoring so but that's important for this game though right because if they win this game against the Cardinals that's huge Yeah, because they they lost to the Cardinals earlier in the season yeah so so I think that that leads a lot into this game I'm going to say Rams win this game and if they I think the Rams are going to win this game if they beat the Cardinals if they don't beat the Cardinals I think their self-esteem is going to be just shot and Russell Wilson's going to because Russell Wilson, he doesn't want to just keep on losing. They they have nothing to the, to lose for. They don't even have their first round pick, yeah, so might yeah. as well go out there and win. So I think Russell Wilson's going to play his heart out. So oh, yeah,
1: they're definitely they're definitely gonna be playing the heart out. Another thing that you said, man, is that Green Bay is really hoping Rams win this game too. They could they could get that one seed. Um, they don't have a fairly hard schedule the rest of the year. I know they play Baltimore still. I think they got another AFC North team, Cleveland maybe. Uh, Green Bay doesn't have too tough of a schedule, so they could can, they can really take control of this one seed. And if they do get that one seed, man, I don't know if there's a team that can stop Green Bay going to
0: the Super Bowl. No, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, so the Rams could definitely help out the Packers tonight. So, yeah. um, just like you said. Um, and then something else is happening right now. What's happening in this game? Uh, the Rams now have the ball first and goal at the Arizona 8. They must have just wow. intercepted uh, uh, Kyler Murray or something. Yeah, they just intercepted him. Wow, that could be that could be huge. That could be a huge turnaround for the Rams season after having those three really bad games and coming around like this.
1: That'd be huge. I also wanted to take the Rams for this game too for our pool that we do, but I just something, you know, picking with my, my mom and me are on the same team. So I, we kind of just went with a smarter pick, but man, I really kind of starting to wish I would win LA Rams.
0: Yeah, yeah, that game. We're definitely, by the way, we're going to definitely recap that game a little bit later in the week. So just bear with us. We're talking about it now as it's happening live, but okay. So we both agree with the Rams uh, next game Packers at Ravens. Just like you said, um, I think the Packers are going to win this game. Tyler Huntley likely is going to be starting the Packers again. They have something to play for. They're pretty much, uh, they're going to clinch the division, be the number one seed with this win. As If the Cardinals lose tonight, they'll be the number one seed. So they have a lot of stuff to play for right now. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll come out and uh, I think they'll dominate.
1: Yeah, I know I kind of said, I'm kind of going back on my word. As I said earlier, Tyler Huntley should be playing, but now I forgot they play Green Bay this week and this is a big game. So if Lamar Jackson's healthy, I would say playing if you can, but of course any, any injuries he's feeling, keep him, just be safe. I think Green Bay wins this game with or without Lamar Jackson. He hasn't looked the same for a little bit. Um, and uh, I, don't, I don't think Tyler think Huntley be enough to beat Green Bay's defense. And uh, I think that Green Bay takes this game.
0: Yeah, it's, it's almost like Lamar Jackson's like confidence was kind of shot. Because yeah. I've always been the type of guy who's like, everybody's like, Lamar Jackson's just a running back. Ha, 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 ha. But like, you watch him throw a ball, and he can throw a ball really well. But, excuse me, he's been throwing a lot of interceptions recently, and I think his confidence has kind of been shot.
1: And it started with Miami, as we said earlier, man. Miami was the first team to really show Baltimore's holes. Like Baltimore, I think it had a loss or two, of course, but they were really riding on some wins. Miami comes out Thursday night football, exposed them. Not exposed them, but just kind of showed some holes in their game. And other teams have been filling in the holes Miami showed. So,
0: Yeah, and what all Miami did was just rush or uh, rush. They blitzed like every play.
1: Yeah, they, they the blitzed. Baltimore just couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, all right, uh, it's the Sunday night game, the Saints at Buccaneers. What you thinking on
1: this one? I think this will be a closer game than people think. I think most people think Tampa Bay, but no matter what, I got Tampa Bay winning this game. Um, but I think it's going to be a really close game. Saints always play Tampa Bay pretty tough, but maybe Tom Brady just has a uh, Saints number. But I believe Saints beat him up the first first game of the season, was it? I think I believe New Orleans beat beat him up, wasn't it? It
0: wasn't the first
1: game of the season. Oh, it was early though, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was like a, a few games. It was the game Jameis Winston got hurt. And okay. uh the and uh Buccaneers had a chance to to come back and win that game but uh Brady threw an interception.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember I just remember Saints beating them and uh and, and just being surprised by it but I think that Tampa Bay gets them back this time.
0: Yeah. I I would uh I, I agree. I think the the Buc- you said the Buccaneers are going to win? Is that? Yeah. What you said? yeah. I agree. I think the Buccaneers <laughs> are going to win this game. Um I don't think there's the Saints are going to be able to stop them this time just because of the fact that, you know, They don't have Jameis Winston playing half a game. They're got. they likely going to have either Taysom Hill, who's horrible at throwing a football, or uh, Trevor Simeon, who's not the greatest either. Uh, So, yeah, I think Buccaneers win this game. Is that (laughs) Sunday night? That's Sunday night, yeah. So the Monday night game is uh, Vikings at Chicago. Um, I'll start with this one. I actually think the Bears are going to win this game, and I think this is the first time on our podcast I've picked the Bears, Um, and it's not because, like, like I'm going to be like fanboy, like, oh, the Bears are so great and whatnot. But like they played a decent game against the Packers for the first half. And also they just kind of own the Vikings. That that just seems to be the team that we can beat. We they can beat the Vikings usually like twice a year. And then it's usually like one and one against the Lions and O oh and two against uh, the Packers. That's like pretty much the common theme for the Bears. So I just think especially being at home, they're going to win this game.
1: Yeah, did you take them on Thanksgiving week against Detroit as well?
0: Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I did that too.
1: Yeah, they, I was just, that's the only game I can really remember that, yeah. I got Bears winning this game too, man. They looked really good against Green Bay. Green Bay is just a more resilient team. And I think that uh, Minnesota is running a high victory over Pittsburgh. But I think Chicago gets this one being at home on a Monday night. They looked pretty decent on some night games this year. They faltered against Green Bay second half and uh, I think that they won this game as well. I think Justin Fields is going to look even better than what he did against Green Bay this week. Minnesota doesn't have uh, as good of a defense as Green Bay, but I think Minnesota's offense gets rolling. Oh, uh, Bears got uh, some injuries on defense, I believe, right? Uh, Mac, is Mac back? He's still out? Oh,
0: he's out for the okay. season. So yeah,
1: oh, yeah, season. Yeah, okay, so yeah, they still got some injuries on defense, but um, I, I still think Bears are going to win this game. I think Fields is going to have one of his best games of the year.
0: I hope so. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. So that's all of our games. Just to run through it really quick. Uh, Noah's lock is the bills. His upset is uh, the Broncos. My lock is uh, the Cardinals. My upset is the Colts. So we're going to separate um, also a score update on the, uh, the Cardinals and uh, the Rams game is 27 to 10 now. Um, but unfortunately it didn't take any more points off. The Cardinals actually gained a point somehow. So now I'm losing by a point, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Yeah, obviously like who this video is not going to be up published till tomorrow. So everybody's going to know the final score by then, but uh, just for us, it's important to know um, next week, we'll be back with a full episode again, um, sure. predicting, you know, week 16 and talking about week 15 and we'll have an actual topic to talk about that week. So uh, yeah, that's the down the roads podcast for this week. Thank you so much for watching. And uh, I don't know. No one wants to say something. No, I got That's pretty
1: pretty much covered everything, man. We'll get, we'll get more, uh, down the roads after hours coming this Friday or coming Saturday, I believe we'll post it. So we'll get some more stuff and we'll talk about the game of course. So.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, Just, just as a side, we will definitely talk about the game. some, like Thursday or Friday night, and we'll talk about something else as well to go with it. And then we'll also have after hours on a Saturday after hours is now officially a Saturday show. So, uh, yeah, please tune in for that. We appreciate it, and uh, have a good night. Thank you so much. Go, go, uh, Rams.